You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always, my good friend. Jay from the hills of Texas. And we uh, would like to welcome you back to uh, our podcast. We're uh, missing Mike tonight. He's uh, AK Mike is out working. Uh, he had something planned tonight, so I'm not going to excuse him. But uh, the good news is we are uh, taking uh, responses from our listeners. And uh, Jim reached out to us and uh, had asked us a question about motors. So I think we're going to talk a little bit about gas to electric conversion motors tonight and um, kind of go over a little bit for him. Uh, he had asked us uh, originally, uh, he has, a, I think, a SIG Rascal, and yes. uh, it's like 80 inches, I think. And uh, he uses a, um, does he fly glow on that or gas? Uh, I think originally he had he had yes. a glow engine on it. Well, he had a glow engine on it. Then he converted it to electric, and um, he had a four cell setup that he was flying on it. So he was flying four cells. Okay. It seemed to work okay. Um, and then he got uh, the uh, E Flight uh, A10, and so he was flying EDFs. And so he was oh, he got right, a bunch of right. six cells, five thousands, and right. he kind of wanted to do like AK Mike. Uh, he wanted to kind of, you know, get, get as much bang for his buck. So he was like, well, how many big planes do I have that I can put those six cells on and, and fly that's in my fleet? And so he looked down right. at the Rascal, which he was just converting over, like I said, from, from in, you know, glow to electric with the four cell. And it, right. and it worked okay, but it was still kind of a, a little anemic. It, you know, if, you know it's, it flew okay. But um, mm-hmm. so he thought, okay, well, I'll just... I'll just take the six cell and just throw it in there because, you know, it's the plane's big enough. It can hold it. And uh, so he approached me and he said, hey, so can I <laughs> can I fly this in there? And I was like, well, yeah, it with the setups that that's there, once. you can fly. <laughs> you can fly, fly the plane with the six cell with that setup, comma, <laughs> mm-hmm. it'll work. Yeah. But as right. long as you don't go over a half throttle. You know, you right. could test it out, but don't, right. you know, you don't <laughs> pour the coals to it or else you'll, you'll have a smoking machine. You know, it'll, it'll be right. a smoking right. plane. So, uh, yeah, so we, um, I think we tried the plane out and I flew it um, with the six cell in it. And, and with, the, with the setup, it, the plane flew on quarter, quarter throttle, right? It took off, flew, mm-hmm. did everything. Um, it, it worked. But and Jim was like, "Oh well, great. You know, I'll just keep it just like that set up, right?" And I go, "I don't think so, because mm. you know, I I had a light hand on the throttle. You know what I mean?" And right, I kind of right, said to right. Jim, "Once again, if something happens and you cob the power, and then you're flying through full throttle or three quarters throttle on this thing, you're going to burn up the motor." And he's like, "Well, how would I burn up the motor?" And I'm like, "Well, the." The motor's only rated to four cells. Most engines or most motors will tell you what they're rated to: four cell, three cell, two cell, six cell, right, eight cell, right. you know, whatever. And um, 
And like I said, you can fly a higher cell on those planes, but you have to have a real light hand, you know, but I don't recommend it. You're, you're just, you're playing with disasters and you're eventually you're going to burn that. Yeah. A quick, a quick story, uh, way back, uh, most of the electric motors have a KV, uh, kilovolt associated with them. And, and, uh, for very, very small park flyers, uh, the smaller the prop, like I had a little F 15 and, uh, it was made out of foam. I flew it in the just little park and it used a 3000 KV motor, a little wonder motor. It's like $5. Uh, from um, Hobby City back then, it's Hobby King now. But anyway, uh, it required like a five-five prop, and it ran off of maybe a three-cell battery, I think. Yeah, two or three and, cells. Uh, it would fly out. It would fly all day long. However, I had a big Delta wing uh, that flew off of a three-cell, and it used a bunch, much bigger prop. It used a twelve-inch prop, not a five-inch prop. So double the prop size, basically, uh, and then some, about sixty percent more. Uh, long story short, I put it all together. I grabbed that little motor. I shoved it on the front of it. I wasn't even thinking because my motors were kind of color coordinated. I grabbed the silver one because that's the one that was uh, mostly rated at like 1,500 kV. I threw it on there. I went outside. I let loose, and that thing was like a homesick angel. It went skyward, and I went, wow, this thing has got some serious, just about that time, it just left this big puff of white smoke, and that <laughs> was all that. she wrote. I remember yeah. that. So, so what happens is, is that uh, electricity causes heat, right? And as you put heat through the windings, the windings start getting hotter, and they will start melting the coating that's on the outside of the windings. Now, when uh, when you create an electric motor like what we have, that little three phase, uh, they they and I've, I've wound motors. So you wind the first one, you skip to wind the third one, right? Then you skip to wind the next one, skip to wind the next one. Then you start the second wire and you wind that one next to the, the other one. And then you skip to, so that by the time you get around, you have uh, one, two, and three windings together, then a one, two, and three windings together. And depending on how many turns you make, uh, depends on the strength of your motor. So all of those wires are sitting really, really close to each other, and they all create an electrical current, which causes uh, the the magnets, right? It causes that, um, you know, the propeller to turn because it's it's using Creating magnets field, the, yeah. the motor housing. Right. right. So anyway, if you create uh, too much of a magnetic field by putting a bigger battery on there, you're putting more juice, right, more cave, or, uh, more milliamps through. So that's going to heat up your motor. Uh, it will also heat up your ESC, uh, and either one or the other will start getting too hot, and it will just melt, uh, basically melt. And in my particular case, it was the motor. So when I got the airplane back on the ground, I dead sticked it in. It was no big deal. Uh, but once I touched down, I pulled the motor off, and literally all the wires were now one. <laughs> right. It, and, it and pretty and much some, melted them all together. Remember, Mike, when uh, when you're going with the KV, uh, the different KVs from, the like you said, that 3,000 mm-hmm. to the 1,500 KV, if you look inside the right. motor or you know inside the housing and look at the wires, they're also different gauges. Right. So that's true. The lower the KV, right. it's a bigger gauge. Right. And you need less, less right. of it Fatter for wire. a winding, you know, to be wound. And so with right. that 3000, it's, it's like a hair or not quite like a mm-hmm. hair, but you know, it's very, very thin and you know, it's, there's a lot of it that's wound in there and that's, so you're trying to pump all those amps 
you know, through that little tiny, you know, winding. And yeah, right, it just, right. it just melts like nobody's business and fuses and sparks and flames and smoke. And it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, it is yeah. a beautiful thing. Well, I, I think first things first for Jim, uh, if he's going to convert some of his other gas, he needs to figure out how much uh, the aircraft actually weighs. So that's where I would start. I would uh, write down the weight of my aircraft so I pretty much know what that is. And let's say that it's 10 pounds. Uh, having 10 pounds of weight or let's say 8 pounds, somewhere in that 5 to 10 pound range, uh, at that point I'm going to look and see how, much, how I'm going to fly it. Is it a 3D airplane? Is it just a sport aerobatic airplane? Is it a you know scaled Cessna? In this particular case, he's got an 80-inch Rascal, which does have some weight to it. It probably weighs around 10 pounds or so. And uh, I can actually think about it in this way that uh, watts, which is what uh, the electric uh, power produces, uh, I, can, I can equate watts per pound. So that's what I would. That's where I would start. I would basically say, okay, if my airplane weighed ten pounds, and I want to fly it in a sport aerobatic, I need one hundred watts per pound. So that would mean I, I would need a thousand watts, uh, somewhere between a thousand to, to you know fifteen hundred watts, uh, to be able to just move the airplane. That just creates um, you know the amount of energy that I need to move the weight. If I wanted, if I had a 3D airplane, like I know he's got, um, you know, a couple of airplanes that he likes flying 3D, but three-dimensional is, is standing in on his tail, having enough uh, to hover, having enough to go vertical out of a hover. Uh, now I'm talking some, somewhere north of 250 watts per pound, and now I'm in that 2,500 to 3,000 watts uh, per, air, you know, per motor, per aircraft. So that's a good place to start. And I think that uh, once you kind of determine, all right, I have to have a motor that is going to produce uh, 3,000 watts or let's say uh, 1,000 watts, now I need to look at what type of batteries I have because the battery is going to connect me to that wattage, right? So if I have a six-cell battery, I don't need as much uh kilovolts in the motor to produce the same amount of wattage right so that makes sense yeah so if i have a, a six cell battery in his particular case i could probably get something down around uh 500 kv 400 kv uh somewhere there and that would probably push me into that 80 to 100 um amperage on my esc and then, you know, that would give me somewhere between a, you know, 10-inch to 16-inch prop somewhere in there, depending on what what type of prop I wanted to use. So that kind of gives me a starting point for for my, you know, my project. Now it's a matter of what, what kind of motor do you actually want. Do you want something that's a little larger that's going to be on a standoff? Uh, you know, if you get rid of a gas motor up front, you're going to have a lot of weight that just disappeared off the nose of your airplane. So, you know, I'm going to have to put something a little more stout up there or move the battery up there, take the gas out of the back, however that whole thing works. Right. Well, I, I usually, you know, tell people when they're, they're making those kind of conversions, if you're going to try to, you know, do with some weight, go with batteries, right? Add more batteries. Right, right, right. If you're trying to get that weight back, you know, because it's, useful, it's six, useful weight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A six-cell battery doesn't, is not uh, lightweight. It weighs no, about no, no, as much no. as but, a motor. You know, I'm just saying that uh, 
depending on, you know, if you're making a conversion and you're like, oh man, I, you know, I need a, something bigger. Well, maybe you, you can go with a bigger battery, like you said, a bigger battery, mm-hmm. but it, it all mm-hmm. depends. If you're just trying to stick with a certain size battery, you know, this is one of those things that everything depends, right? It, it depends. What do you it, want? It really does. Yeah. And, and I think that's want? what, I think that's what really kind of throws everybody because there's so many choices as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, with regular engines, hey, I need a gas tank. I, I, I need, I, I, you know, I need a size 48 or a size 60 engine because I need so many mm-hmm. RPMs or so much power to provide for the plane. And that's it, you know. So either it fits or it doesn't, you know, or a different style to make it fit, you know, uh, type of engine. But really, there's not mm-hmm. that many choices and it seems simpler, right? And here, right. It, it depends on what you want to do when when you want to do it, right? So I kind of have like the three W's, I guess, is what I use. It's kind of like what you were just saying. So the first one is, mm-hmm. what are you flying? Are you flying a trainer plane, a foamy, you know? How in, and also you can kind of go along with that. What are you flying? How are you going to fly it? Are you are you going right. to you want to fly right. it like a scalded ape? Do you just want to put putt <laughs> in the sky, right? Sure. You know, some people want to just fly realistic and they don't want to, you know, maybe a loop to loop every once in a while, but they just want to put around the sky. So you don't yeah. need to have a super aggressive, <laughs> you know, right. watt, you know, 200 watts, right. yeah. you know, per pound type of thing. <laughs> so, more you know, power, uh, more power. <laughs> but, you know, I'm American, so I want lots of power. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the other big thing that people don't think about is what type of gear they have. Right? Do you have a tricycle gear, right. or do you have a tail dragger? Right. Okay, so um, because that's gonna that's gonna make a limiting factor, a, a limitation that you have to stick with, right? So if you only have so much prop clearance, and you can only fly a ten inch prop, well then now you have to look for a motor that's gonna give you the performance mm-hmm. that you want, right? Back to how many watts mm-hmm. that you want to do what you want, right? That helps you focus in on the motor you want, right? Because now you know you have right. you have to have something that can swing a ten inch prop and give you enough power for how you want to fly, and that narrows right. the field way down. Where if it's a, a tail dragger, you can you can fly any motor you want or whatever you find that's the cheapest or whatever, right? It it opens you up, you know, to whatever yeah, you I got. Yeah, I mean, you still have a little bit of a clearance when you you know get the airplane up on its mains. You still don't want to be whacking. Well, the you, weeds. true, true. But I mean, you you have a little bit more leeway as opposed on tricycle tricycle gear or like an EDF type you know mm-hmm. type of thing. Right. Um, and the last yeah. is what kind of room do you have in the plane, right? So if you're flying a park flyer, you don't you know the motor you get has to fit in the motor, you know, within that motor compartment or somewhere in there. If you're flying right. like a conversion plane that you like what Jim was doing, you have lots of room, right? And mm-hmm. and a lot of times right. you have to get a um sometimes you have to add mount, you know, um mounts to the um or extensions to the motor mount to make it yeah, stand you know, to fit standoffs yeah. to make it fit right. in that area right. that you want. You know, so right. once again it's it gives you more What's the word I'm looking for? Not creativity, but more choices for motors that you want to get. You can get a motor right, that fits options. in there. It's going to be big right. and heavy if that's what you want and give you lots of power. Or maybe you can go with something smaller that's, you know, using a, a smaller a smaller uh, battery setup. And, you know, because you, you're mm-hmm. just going to be putting around in the sky. You don't, you don't need all that super torque. So, you know, it, those are the kind of the things you got to kind of think about when you're going to do this, you know. Is what what am I going to use this plane for, and how am I going to fly? It's really going to determine, you know, the choices that that you know that you kind of you know have to wade through. 
Right. I, I, I think another thing, too, is that uh, when we, you know, electric motors are very easy to put in and get a lot of power from, a very small package. Yes. If you had a, you know, if you had a, a four, five, oh, oh, four, five, or you had a, you know, um, you know, a 35 cc or something, you can only get a certain amount of energy out of that particular structure. So the motor's this big, it goes on, and then you max you max the motor out, right? It, RPM wise, right? Speed wise, all that stuff, and 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 I think that there's, um, you know, sometimes we think, ooh, more power's better, right? But but our airplanes, our RC airplanes, very indicative of of real life airplanes, do have airspeed limitations. <laughs> you cannot take a balsa wood airplane. Uh, we've and, seen and put a couple of making those those little vibrations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, what is that noise?" And I go, "Well, that's your airframe about to come apart, right?" Uh, and so, so there there is, even though we can do something better, and I can grab you know six thousand watts of power and put it on uh, you know this little Sig Trainer or Cadet or or uh, the Rascal. It may not be something that I want to do because at some point I'm going to be pulling that thing through the air at such speeds that a my servos can't keep up because they're not strong enough to to give the deflection that they need for that speed, and second I I'm going to get monocoat you know vibrating or or a residence inside there that's just going to blow the the uh, you know control surfaces completely off and and I've seen that happen more than once so. Uh, but all of those are good points, and, and I think they're good starting points. Uh, I will tell you that it's always easier when you have larger aircraft because the size that you have equates out. Uh, for instance, um, there's a company out there that has really good motors, and uh, they they break it down into like a 60cc, 40cc, Right. Well, uh, E-Flight, 35, E-Flight is really good about that. Yeah, right. And that's what I was talking about, E-Flight. And E-Flight, basically, the 60cc is equivalent to 6,000 kV, I mean 6,000 watts. The 40 is 4,000 watts. The 35 is 3,500 watts. So when you think about the size, you can say, oh, I need a 60 size or a a 60cc airplane. That's 6,000 watts. That's the equivalent. But when you get down below that, when when you get to the... The 1,000 to 2,000 watts, now there's so many other different choices because the airplane's way different. You could swing a big prop, a small prop, an electric prop, a slow fly prop. So I think back to what we were talking about, uh, you know, on an 80-inch airplane, maybe I'm swinging, you know, a 16-inch prop, and I need a 40 uh, or a 30cc or, you know, 3,500. just depends on what you're doing. So, so I think those are good starting points. This is a conversation that, you know, we could have all day long and we only have a limited time. But I think uh, this is good for us to start. I think this will be a two-part series. Um, you know, initially we can kind of uh, talk a little bit about it. But the, the main thing is uh, how much your airplane weigh, what size prop you're, you're looking at, and what size battery you're trying to look at. And then uh, that's going to determine, you know, how many watts we need uh, and then how much, how much of motor – how big of a motor can I get to produce those watts with that prop and that battery? And there are several different uh, companies out there all over the web. Uh, and if you'd like us to send you some, we can uh, or you know, we can post them on our, our website uh, or our Facebook page. And um, you know, just uh, give us a shout at uh, 
parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com, and we can kind of put you in touch with some of these um, uh, charts that they have produced or just search the internet. And, and you can look at it and see, okay, well, this 500 kV motor uh, requires this size uh, ESC, uh, and then it requires this size prop and this size battery. And so you can kind of look at it and say, okay, if I want to produce, you know, 2,200 watts, this is what this is a good combination to start with. Right. And the, the good news is, is that almost every airplane manufacturer still in existence today uh, will offer dual electric or gas in their instructions. So I know for well, a fact that off yeah. the SIG, well, the newer, off the SIG website, stuff. yeah, yeah, no, the, even the SIG, if you go back to the SIGs, they'll actually, when you go back, they'll tell you if you want to run this uh, electric, this is the size that you need. And so it'll, it'll give you, you know, it kind of gives you that start of, um, okay, well, if this is the one that, you know, I need for this particular airplane, I know all of the e-flights and all of the, you know, world models and all, all the different ones that have gas options, uh, they also have electric options as well. So they, they may have something that, you know, the manufacturer has set up for you to look at. Uh, if not, you know, then you can kind of reference one of the charts and kind of start with that, what do you call it, the three W's? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's those are good ideas. Um, yeah, I just think that some it, people know, get. I was going to say, I think that some people just can get confused because they go and they look. They go, well, I think I need a let's say a thirty size motor, you know, and they mm-hmm. go and they look one up on Hobby King, and then there's like you know fifteen different types, and they're kind of confused. Yeah, well, which true. which one of the thirty do I choose? And right. that's where I think a lot of people, are, you know, they get confused because one, they don't give all the information that they, or, or it's not consistent, the information that they give, right? Like one might tell you how many watts with a certain prop, you know, with a certain battery. And that's, that's great mm-hmm. because then you can look at it and go, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah, that's, that's the prop that, you know, that's the size battery I'm using. That, yeah, that seems like that's giving the wattage that I need, right? Because they're actually giving you the watts with that prop. And that's huge, right? right? right. And then other right. ones, you you just get oh, it it's a it's a it takes three cells, and it takes a you know a nine eight prop or you know whatever, and you're like okay, right. so it's at a good price, but is that what I is that what I want to get? I mean, you know, is, is that going to give me the wattage I need? And that's where it gets kind of confusing. And 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 once again, it's good once you start. Once you kind of crack the code on this, you can kind of figure it out. And that is by looking at mm-hmm. all at some of the better motors that are really, really expensive, it, you can mm-hmm. use that as a reference. And after you look at one or two of those those motors, you can kind of get an idea. Oh, well, the, the stator size is this big and the motor's this, you know, this thick and um, and it takes six cells and uh, and it's this KV and if they're sw- and if they're swinging a 10-inch prop on it, they get this many watts out of it. Oh, hey, this one's kind of right. similar. Oh, hey, yeah, right. they're both about right. the same size. Da da da. Hey, look, this other motor that you know just says the motor on it, <laughs> you know, is the same <laughs> right. size. It's the same, you know, Generic. same KV. Blah 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 blah. Right. Oh well. Right. Yeah, it could fit a 10-inch. Okay, this should give me the same, about the same wattage, because it's a very similar motor. You know through its size dimension and every and the limited information that they give and that that'll kind of help you know but yeah and i i another uh point of confusion i think as well is uh like when you and you and i've been doing this for so long when we talk about a 30 20 30 or 40 size motor we're, we're talking about the can size right 
it's 40 millimeters or mm-hmm. 30 millimeters. And then if it's a 3028, then that's the stator size and the winding size and all that kind of stuff. So there, there's a lot more numbers that go through it. If I said I needed a 40 size, I don't mean 40 cc. That's a huge motor. A 40 size to me is very small, like a 400 is what right. I, that's basically a yeah e so basically what there's four numbers right so 40 40 for right. the width of the width of the can and then let's say it was right. 55 and that would be the length of the can length right yeah so it's the width width and length and then there's usually windings behind it like there's a 15 turn 7 turn 15 turn 20 turn yeah but we like don't that. need really need to get that much in the weeds for, for right now no it's just know? the numbers yeah, yeah that's yeah. just the numbers behind it we can talk about that later but um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a good place to start. I think uh, Jim's got a great question, and uh, we will uh, continue to discuss this. Uh, but for him, for the moment, um, you know, I think it's uh, if he's going to start converting, start with those three W's, and then uh, you know, hit us up, and we'll, we can give him some charts to look at, and that'll kind of give him an idea of where to yeah. kind of go down. Because this path is huge, right? I mean. Uh, people don't understand, but I've got two big cases that are just full of motors that have come off of so many different airplanes. Uh, each one of them has a different. I have a 50 size motor that's like half the size of your fist, and I've got little wonder motors that are about the size of a quarter. Uh, I got a couple of motors that are the size of a dime, and uh, they run they run little park flyers. And, uh, you know, they're little, um, little pusher, you know, jets or whatever. Yep. And, and they're fun. They scream and they don't fly very fast, but they, you know, they pump a lot of noise out and it looks pretty cool. Um, but they don't weigh hardly anything, right? Cause that right. five, five or four inch prop is not produced. It's spinning, you know, 3000 miles an hour, but it ain't producing much yeah, but compared again, to my, you it know, it was on that blue foam prop. and, uh, that stuff was just, you know, awesome. Yeah. It was no, so, awesome, yeah, and it, and it's neat to have be able to put a two cell or three cell battery and and uh, you know go out there and just fly something on that for a couple minutes. So uh, you know, a lot of different choices. Although uh, we have to kind of uh, play taps for uh, one of our um, you know fellow uh, manufacturers out there. I think True Turn has uh, announced that they. Uh, are slow, are going to be uh, pursuing other options, or at least uh, not pursuing the avia- the RC aviation world anymore. And oh, that's true right. turn, yeah. uh, if you've been in the hobby for a while, you uh, you know that they made some incredible uh, aluminum spinners and a couple other items that uh, were very very cool. And uh, you know, it's just the it's just today's world. I think everything is kind of consolidating, and you know, people are either selling their product to a new company or you know someone's taken over or something's happening so we wish true turn the best uh, of luck we were sad to see them go um i actually have a couple of true turn aluminum spinners that were awesome and uh, still uh, working today so it's good to know that they made a quality product that would last quite a quite a few years and uh and i actually um and en- enjoyed having uh you know they were really good looking spinners i enjoyed having them on the airplanes they were polished aluminum and they made my airplanes look really good so uh flying west for those guys uh, we wish you the best of luck uh, in your new your new ventures so uh what else uh i think our time is uh, pretty much up we uh we do have a new uh kind of a quicker format 
it's something that we looked into and uh, decided that um, maybe a little bit quicker podcast uh, would be good. And um, and we are still trying to solicit, um, you know, topics and questions from our listeners. So keep sending uh, emails at parkflyerpodcast.gmail.com or, uh, you know, hit us up on our website or uh, basically go to our Facebook listeners group and uh, and see if you can post something there. Would love to hear from you, and uh, for the moment, um, we'll we'll come we'll circle back around to uh, to Jim's dilemma. I think we've got some more to talk about, but uh, um, we'll see what he says when he hears the podcast. He can email us and say I'm just as confused as I was when you guys first started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure so, he'll have a comment. Maybe we can break it down <laughs> over there. I'm sure he will. So. Uh, Jim, we're looking forward to your comment. Uh, I'm sure you uh, he, he can actually talk to you face-to-face, so that's good news, too, Yeah, uh, on occasion when you see him. So, Well, uh, let's see. That's about it for this week. Um, you're going on vacation, I think, sometime in the next well, week or two. Well, my, my, my uh, youngest daughter is graduating college, so uh, I'm going to her graduation. Congratulations. And, um, grabbing my, uh, my, uh, my wing and throwing it in the back taking it with me so i'll have something to do all right well we're looking forward looking forward to your uh, antics out there and uh where's that south carolina right it's gonna be in south carolina yeah so yeah, uh, be nice my uh, brother-in-law who's been on the show before he's gonna be out there so i figured i'd bring a plane out and we can go fly and uh his, he's bringing his he's bringing his boy so we'll go out in the oh, field good. somewhere good. and uh do a little flying excellent well we're looking forward to hearing how that goes so well, for uh, the Park Fire Podcast, I'm Michael in Arizona. And I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And we will see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you.